Brian Breaker. You're a little whiny baby. Babe. Don't assume my gender. Friend since the seventh grade. Dude. You're just a bitch with his phone. F you. Well, sort of. One professional wrestler and one rapper get together to talk movies, comics, video games, pro wrestling, and anything that makes you say WTF. Let's not talk about Bane's ooze. <laughs> Harry Potter erotica. Awesome in theory. Kind of a mess in practice. This is Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. Oh, uh, yeah. Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Boy. Grab a monster, crack it open, let's go It's time that we start the show, no hesitation, oh no The most energetic podcast of all of the podcasts So when you listen to the show, you know that it kicks ass So when I smash on these cowards like Mario did the Bowser With the best thing you've encountered since suspenders on trousers To all the haters, say howdy, make a believer from doubters Put in the stake in the shower, break a rim, bitch, power, hour Yeah, hello, uh, hello, hello Hello, hello Welcome to the show, uh, yeah, hello, 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 welcome to the show. Ladies and gentlemen, we are Rolling Sound. It's episode 439 of Breaker in Bane's Power Hour. I am Brian Breaker. Joining me as always, big underscore Bane. What's going on, man? Do not a whole lot. It's hot as hell still. You loving it? Yeah. No, I am uh, not loving it at all. Uh, I saw you put a little countdown to the fall. You're ready for a spooky season. Yeah, we're dude, we're less than uh, 90 days away. That's like a little under three months. But we're early July. I think today's actually July 2nd. To, as we record this, it is the 2nd of July. Yeah. And I believe this is the, this isn't like, is there a 31st in this month? I don't know. I don't know if there is either, but like I know there's a 31st in August, but I think, yep, so there's a 31st in July and August. So these next two months are long months. Yeah. September's a short month, but we have the fall also in, in September. So it'll be okay. I can make it. Less than a hundred, like once we get below 100 days, I feel good. And then usually by Labor Day, that's when I start thinking of like, I'm going to go ahead and start getting the Halloween decorations out. I'm going to get myself ready because I'm over this shit. <laughs> Bane loves the heat. I do. I got. I I went out and bought some shorts on Amazon. I'm wearing them right now, and they are like the tightest shorts I've ever bought in my life. But I got them because I was like, these are going to be way more comfortable than like the sweaty ass like baggy shorts that I wear. That like, like you know, when, like when you when you sweat, like things like stick to you. Sure. You know, and it's like those baggy shorts that I have. Like for some reason, when I start sweating, they get like really sticky. And so I got some more. Uh, so you regular, went with tight shorts. That, I don't know if that I, would I got be better. Regular fitting shorts. Well, they're super. They're stretchy material, okay. and they're like so far they're super breathable. Okay. Like my shirt. Is, Are they like denim? Yeah, they're they're denim, but they're like a super stretchy denim. Stretchy denim. Yeah, and like uh, the t-shirt I have, like has, bunkhouse buck. Yeah, so like the t-shirt I have is already sticking to me because it's like I'm sweat. I'm like sweating myself a bra right now. And like the or a bro, uh, yeah, a bro, and then the, the man's ear. The jeans are good though. Okay, they, I, I'm feeling great. See, I'm always about athletic shorts. It's all I wear pretty much yeah. in the summertime. Yeah, I, well, I just I <laughs> this is a junior high thing that stuck with me. I'm always worried about getting deep pants. Drawstring, brother. Well, yeah, but I mean, I, I don't 
I get uncomfortable tying that sucker too tight. <laughs> I'm just saying it, it gets uncomfortable for me. I'm just going to throw this out there. A couple guys really want to. They could get them pants down. Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're in a whole different conversation. Yes, now. we are. Yes, we are. Man, I would pantsing. You don't see that as much anymore, do you? Which thank God. Yeah, because that was like that was the most um, like anxiety ridden thing about like middle school. It's like yeah. it's like you don't want to get pantsed. Yeah, I don't want to get your drawers dropped. No, and that would totally happen. I remember when I used to wear windbreakers. I'd always had that fear too. Yeah, remember windbreakers? I, I do. I don't see those hardly at all anymore. Dude, they were comfy. They were super comfy. They always made that little. Shh, 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 shh. I remember when Adidas pants came out. I was kind of like excited. The snaps on the on the side. Well, even like they had like regular ones too. Yeah, yeah. But I remember thinking like, oh, those are awesome. But they didn't have like the lining on the inside. And I'm like, that's the whole point, right? That's what keeps them warm. Yep. You know? Yep. They were like jogging suits for the winter. Gotta love them, dude. Good times. I miss the '90s. <laughs> oh, we got quite a bit of wrestling talk. We got a little bit of toy talk. Of course, our uh, our Marvel uh, MCU tournament is well underway. We kind of missed a week there because of me being out of town. I forgot all about that tournament. Yeah, it's still going. So uh, we got a lot of wrestling topics here. So why do you say we dive into them? Let's do it. Well, here I am again. Damn. Talking a little pro wrestling while Brinker and Bay take a little break. Cracking them. Buying energies. Well, listen to me, you two sons of bitches. Get ready to talk wrestling. Stone cold out. Oh, hell yeah. Thanks, Stone Cold. Shout out to Stone Cold. Big underscore bang. A lot of wrestling talk this week. Uh, Forbidden Door was this past weekend. Did you check it out? Uh, no. No, I did um, not. It was a little too close to that double or nothing, right? Well, that and like, I mean, I, I don't know. I'm not like a big New Japan guy. Sure. So it just didn't, it didn't really like vibe with me too well. Like, I don't, I, I wasn't really invested. I've heard everyone say it was really good. Yeah. I mean, I haven't heard a bad thing. I actually haven't really heard much about it, good or bad. Everyone I've seen that was talking about us like this is like a great show. Like it didn't have a lot of hype to it because mm-hmm. like, you know, Tanahashi was on was on, you know, Dynamite and I think Okada was and a few others, but not really anyone else. Yeah. Oh, Osprey was. Yeah, Osprey was I and I actually got to watch him wrestle a couple of times and so I, overall, I thought like that's cool that they did that. Though I think it's a, yeah. I think it's a fun idea. They haven't really done this type of thing since like WCW. Mm-hmm. I think it's a cool idea though, like kind of bringing in people from the outside, having them sure work the you know the pay per view. It's it's a fun idea. So and I believe, am I wrong? Didn't an AEW guy win uh, one of their titles? Uh, well, yeah, uh, FTR won the IWGP tag titles. That's right. That's right. That yeah. was kind of a fun match. They did a winner-take-all match with the IWGP and the um, Ring of Honor tag titles. Okay. And uh, FTR, of course, won. They beat the great Ocon and Jeff Cobb, which is odd. odd. Great Ocon was a young boy when I was there. Mm. He was uh, Oka, I think it was his name. He just kind of hung around and set up the ring and stuff. So interesting that he's like an IWGP tag team champion. Now it's like, damn, yeah. that guy... Well, I mean, there's actually a young boy when myself, Gamble, and Webb were in Noah, uh, Kaito um, Kaiomiya, I believe was his name. Like, like a year or two after we left, he's the GHC champion. Oh, wow. Like the, the guy. Wow. And we were like, holy shit. Yeah. Like we used to rib this kid. <laughs> like what the hell happened? <laughs> That's crazy. It's, it's just one of those weird things. But I think, you know, New Japan, one of the biggest moves they did is making Okada a top guy being yeah. young. I think Noah was trying to follow that and make a top guy as from this young kid, which is a smart move. Sure, absolutely. But I remember he was beating like Murafuji and Sagira, a lot of their top guys, and wow, just like, what the f- what the hell? Like, yeah, how did that happen? That's so, crazy. 
So, but yeah, I think the idea of forbidden doors fun, but I do, I do agree that it, this is also not a, this is not like something for everybody. This is not like yeah. the typical, like wrestling fans like, Oh yes. Cause new Japan honestly hasn't been a hot product in a while. Well, since AEW started it, it pretty much lost all of its steam. There's a lot of those guys were making it. Yeah. Big. And I, I, um, I, I think it's good though. Cause it does put eyes back on new Japan a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, because a lot of those guys, you know, they got showcased on an American show. And so it's, it's good for them for sure. And yeah. I'm sure it got tons of press in Japan as well. Yeah. And I, I know a lot of cards were changed due to injuries. And I think mm-hmm. even, I think, um, Takahashi was supposed to be there, but he had a fever. Oh. And so they just didn't even fly him in from Japan and okay. they turned an eight man tag into a six man tag. But, to me, the card was still pretty good, from yeah. what I could tell. Um, Sting does a dive off the top of the set. Did you see that? Yes, I did. What is it? Is that Sting's new thing? He's like, I'm just going to jump off stuff. He's going to do the craziest shit I can think of, yeah. I wonder if it's like, is he just at that point where he's like, I've got something to prove? I don't know. Like, him doing it once is great. Him doing it twice is like, wow, you're kind of crazy. Him yeah. doing it three times, it's like, what is happening? For me, like, I mean, he's what, in his 60s? He's 63. You're putting Put in perspective. Old, he's older than my dad. You're putting it in a. You're putting a lot of trust in other guys at that age, and that is. And uh, Sting's not a small guy. No, that's frightening. That's honestly very frightening to me. I mean, like if I saw somebody that big jumping at me, I'd probably shit my pants a little bit. Sure. Well, and that's the thing is, you know, I've being a bigger guy, I caught guys. Mm-hmm. They were usually smaller. Yeah. And uh, but never up that high. Yeah. And. Um, I don't know, man. It's just kind of crazy. But did he ever do shit like that when he was? He didn't. That's what I, I mean. He, he. I remember at WrestleMania when he wrestled Triple H, he did a dive from the top rope to the floor. Mm-hmm. But that's on a pad, and that's you know being caught by Triple H, who's another big guy and a seasoned pro. Not right. that the Bucks aren't, but it's like Bucks are also kind of smaller dudes. Sure, and it's just one of those things where it's like, okay, you know, like you're, you're at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. He's also in his like mid to late fifties at that point. So yeah, not that he's not a young guy, but it's still right. Like okay. But I, you know, he wasn't diving off a balcony through tables or diving off the set. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's just maybe he's. Ha- I think he's having fun. And yeah, sure. Yeah, I, I would assume he's having fun too. Otherwise, he'd probably be like, "Nah, I'm not doing that." <laughs> well, there's no reason he has to. <laughs> right. That's the whole thing. Like he might be just trying to keep up with the younger guys because people like Darby Allen are, are doing crazy shit too. It, it's it's working. Yeah, I, I know that. I know uh, <clears throat> when he first came in, they were like, "Oh, we're gonna do cinematic matches with him." It's like that's cool. Maybe a couple cinematic matches, and then mm-hmm. it's like all of a sudden he has like a live match, and he does well. Yeah, he takes a freaking power bomb from Brian, Brian Cage on TV. It's like, yeah, dear God, and like, that power bomb scared the shit out of me just dude, as a fan. Well, this is also coming from a guy who had a neck injury so bad he more or less retired. Yeah, I don't know. It's crazy. Yeah, but um, heard a lot of good things about Forbidden Door. One bad thing came out of it, and I want to kind of transition to our next topic. Adam Cole. Apparently got knocked out during the match, and Oof. and uh, there was a there was a period there where like he went to kick out and he didn't quite kick out, and a lot of people were kind of giving him flack for that. But it was revealed later he had a concussion. Like he tried, I think, just under his own power. Yeah, it wasn't happening. But he's had a lot of uh, interesting things happen to him lately. He was also kind of the the product of body shaming. Yeah, here lately, and not in like in a way of, of him being fat, of him being small. Right. Um. Well, and he's not overly muscular or nothing like that. So to me, it's it's very interesting how our world is. On on one hand, you have people who are like the first to to call out like, oh, Brian Cage is on steroids, you know, all mm-hmm. that stuff. But then you have a guy like Adam Cole who's probably not on the gas. I feel like clearly he's not. 
And and then it's like, oh, he needs to hit the gym. You know, like now yeah. it's like the other side of that. Like, it just pisses me off, man. Well, there's no winning. Right. Is the thing. And I mean, like, you can't just be good at something, you know? I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, like, it, he's not the first guy to be not muscular who's been good at what he does, you know? I mean, and the yeah. thing is, like... He's probably just not muscular for TV. I'm sure if he was sitting in this room, I'd be like, okay, that dude probably works out. Sure. You know, I, I remember like, I never really thought Bret Hart was that muscular. And then I saw him in a t-shirt on some random interview next to a regular person. I was like, holy shit. Yeah. He was jacked. Right. But next to six foot seven guys. Yeah. He's average looking. Right. And so I would assume Adam Cole is like that. I mean, obviously he's not super jacked, but like, I mean, I, dude's got to work out at least a little bit. Well, I remember Ric Flair in an 80s promo flexed his muscle, like his bicep. Mm -hmm. And Ric Flair's not a body guy, obviously. But I remember he had this bulging bicep, and I was just like, damn. Yeah. Flair's got some guns on him. Yeah. Now, you wouldn't think that because next to Lex Luger or Sting, he looks like a very average-looking guy with platinum blonde hair. Yeah. But he's he's got some muscle on him. He's just, you know, again, not a steroids guy. Right. So, I I don't know. I I, It it annoys me because I don't understand the... uh, like, could Adam Cole put some, a little bit of size on? Yeah, probably. But is it that big of a deal if he doesn't? But he's also like what five foot eight? Probably. He's you know a smaller I mean? guy. He's a smaller dude. I mean, like, I feel like I mean he. Not everybody needs to be that short and look like Pac. Right. You know what I mean? Like, Pac, that dude's a freaking nature. That's what I was about to say. Like that dude is insane. I mean, but Adam Cole does what he does and he does it well. I don't. And the honest to God, he's he's with Britt Baker. I mean, clearly he's doing something right. Obviously, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so I I don't see why they hate. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's weird. I think it came from Booker T. That's oh. where it, it's where it is. Like, basically, he's like, boy, needs to hit the gym. That's kind of what he said. Okay. And that led to all these people, like, posting pictures. and Booker T needs to get off the podcast. You think, I mean, isn't that a bad thing? Like, I've heard Bret Hart actually make the statement, like, he doesn't like to do interviews because he always ends up saying something that's going to make someone mad. Yeah. But I'm like, at least he's aware of it, though. Yeah. Like, I mean, Bully, Bully Ray's done the same thing. Well, yeah. I, and I, I think with Bully Ray, like, no, I mean, like, Bully Ray's kind of a dick, too. I mean, like, I'm sure I'm sure in person, probably the same with Booker T. I'm sure they're both great guys to talk to, and, and but, like, I... Anyone it, can have a different take. Well, and, like, controversial, it's, it's happened to me, and I'm sure it's happened to you. We get diarrhea of the mouth when we get on podcasts because we're supposed to fill time. We're supposed to talk. Yeah. And so... I, I, I'm sure that's probably what happened with Booker T, but like, I don't know. Sometimes you just got to think before you speak. It honestly, it's, it's not like an unfair assessment on his end. Mm -hmm. Like when he sees a guy who's considered a top guy, but he's not as muscular. Yeah. He's at the gym. Yeah. And that's probably the advice Booker T would give him in person. The problem is when you're on a podcast that you have all of these, you know, neck beards and mouth breathers, like, you know, we always talk about, we're like, Oh yeah. Adam Goldie's hit the gym. And that's like, Okay, you can yeah. shut up. Booker T can have this opinion because yes. of of who he is and what he's done in the industry. Right. And Booker T was obviously a very muscular guy in his time. And he was jacked. He's super athletic. Like yep. Booker T, I think, will actually he's probably underrated considering oh, his, very much his, so. His run, his look. Like to me, Booker T was one of the few guys that could pull out serious and funny mm-hmm. equally. Most yeah. people can't do that. Like him getting beat up by Steve Austin in the grocery store is still one of my favorite segments of all time. Yep. Or like him and Goldust, the stuff that they did. I mean, I love the whole King Booker run. 
too. I the mean, King Booker run is super underrated. It, it was obnoxious, but it did its job. It was hilarious. I mean, it, it was perfect. Booker T's facial expressions were yeah. top notch. I mean, yeah. like I remember one time him and Goldust did a skit in a 7-Eleven. And uh, it was because they were promoting the Slurpee because uh-huh. I like the WWE Collector Cup and Booker T's in there. Being Booker T makes one, takes a drink, he's like, mm, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> just, I don't know. Like the way he said it just made me laugh. Yeah. Because, <laughs> was, that, just, was that the one where Booker T or uh, Gold Dust was saying, like, if you let me have a drink of your Slurpee, I'll give you a bite of my wiener? Yeah. <laughs> Tell me you didn't just say yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's at that point, again, you have Gold Dust, who's an incredible performer. Yeah. Booker T's an incredible performer. It doesn't really make sense for them to be a tag team. Mm-hmm. Talk about making it work, though. Yeah. It was, that was, to me, a highlight of Raw in those areas. Absolutely, era. it was. And this is coming off, like, The Rock not being full-time, Steve Austin not being full-time. Mm-hmm. So they needed guys to step up, and those two did. Now, to me, yeah. it's like, that's that's amazing. Yeah. Because I know, I was watching Raw every week in that era. Never, never thought, like, man, we really need some big stars because I was still entertained by what was happening. Right. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. With Adam Cole, I think I think he's a, he's a top guy, clearly. Mm-hmm. He's been utilized on the top of every promotion he's ever worked. Yeah. I don't think, and I also think that I don't, it's not a big deal for guys to all look the same. No, I was not a fan of the WWE six three short hair biker trunks. Yeah, look, that was like prevalent for all those years. Like you need, you need people that are different. Absolutely. Otherwise, no one's special. If everyone looks like Batista, Batista's not special. Right. So, I don't know. I think he's doing well for himself, like you said. I think so too. So another interesting debut at Forbidden Door. Uh, Brian Danielson was supposed to wrestle Zack Saber Jr., which is kind of a dream match for some. I don't know. If you're too familiar with Zack Sabre Jr., but he's a very good technical wrestler, obviously. Mm-hmm. Danielson's apparently been injured for a little bit, I think from that arena, Anarchy in the Arena match. But So he announced a replacement, and it ends up being Claudio Castagnoli, a.k.a. Cesaro, yeah. coming off of uh, his WWE run. A lot of people were surprised by this because apparently WWE offered uh, Claudio or Cesaro Pretty substantial money to uh, to stay with the company, mm-hmm. uh, or you know, to come back. So he basically let his contract expire. My understanding is he had a child, took some time off, probably like much like Gargano was doing, and then uh, more or less when he was ready to come back, made that decision and went with AEW. What'd you think about that? You know, I I mean, it's cool to see him back in a ring. I, I I don't really know. I like the fact that they're putting him in the uh, BCC. But, Makes um, sense. Yeah, but um, I I mean, where does he fit? You know what I mean? As far as like, I mean, I know, I know clearly he fits in the BCC, but like a lot of guys on that roster, man. Again, like you make all this hype for Keith Lee. Yeah. I always use that one because I'm a huge Keith Lee fan. Yep. I think, in fact, I was actually just at Walmart yesterday and my nephew, I had him with me. We we're looking at figures and they had a Keith Lee WWE figure. Yeah. He's wearing the singlet and no beard. I'm just like, doesn't look right. That ain't Keith Lee. I don't, why did they take his like goatee and beard? Like, I don't know. You know what I mean? It's just like that's not even Keith Lee. Well, why? I mean, honestly, why even change anything about him? Like a bear cat. I mean, like ugh. I just I I'll never understand. You know, if it works here, why not at least test it out to see if it works there? Kind of like kind of like American Nightmare. It's like I'm kind of shocked that they just were like, yeah, okay, that works. Yeah, because it does, obviously. Yeah. But uh, anyway, seeing that figure, it reminded me of like, man, he came in with so much hype. Mm-hmm. And then just out of nowhere, like he's in a team, which is a fine. It's just I think him and Swerve Strickland's a great team. Yeah, but they work like the pre-show at Forbidden Door, which is not. I mean, that's not a, a negative, but it's like okay, you know what I mean. Like, but if had, it becomes a consistent thing where he's either pre-show or nothing, then it's like, why is he even here? 
how is he not the AEW champion right now? Right. Or or at least in that talk. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but at the same time, like, I guess Brody King this past Friday on Rampage won that Battle Royal, so he's wrestling Moxley mm-hmm. for the interim title, which is like, yeah, he should. that guy's amazing. Yeah. But again, he's kind of been relegated to a team. That's not a bad thing. It's just, again, a lot of guys on the roster. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, again, with Claudio, I think he's an incredibly talented guy. Obviously, I actually was able to watch uh, the Blood and Guts match um, in yeah. my hotel room because I was on, they had TBS in there, which was awesome, yeah. which was really fun. I mean, war game style. Absolutely. Still kind of amazing to me. It's like, how is this not a pay-per-view? Like, It should be. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and, and it might be that they don't want the comparison between that and Hell in a Cell, mm-hmm. you know, but at the same time, like, war games was always a pay-per-view, Yeah, you know, so. I love their structure. I love that it's big, that the guys can do stuff, but there's yeah. also the top. Yeah, I, I I really enjoy that too. Um, how do you feel about how did you feel about Eddie Kingston in that match? I think Eddie Kingston's a star. He, you know, there there's something about that guy that I'm still not fully sold on. I mean, the the guy like I feel like the guy treats everything like it's real, but mm-hmm. like um, I, I just there's something about him I can't really get into just yet, and it's taken me a while. It's Kevin Owens is like that for me. Yeah. Where it and, took me a little bit to kind of get him. Like, even the whole thing with Elias, I was like, you got to be kidding me. Like, the yeah. guy just, just main evented WrestleMania. It was Stone Cold Steve Austin. Mm-hmm. And now he's angry that Ezekiel is not actually Elias or whatever. Yeah. And, Which, and, But, I mean, like, we kind of discussed that. And he is making it work. Yeah. But it's just one of those things where it's like, he's above this. Right. Well, and Eddie Kingston, like, his promo work, I feel like is top notch. Oh, yeah. Like, I, don't, I feel like there's not really anybody right now. I mean, other than MJF, but does he really count anymore? But like, who knows on that one? That's yeah. a, that's a weird one. Yeah, but that like, there's no one there. I feel like that can touch Eddie Kingston on the promos. But I just there's something about like him in the ring that I just I, I'm not like completely sold on just yet. And it, it it could be one of those things where I think Eddie Kingston has a very specific look, mm-hmm. and you know, talk about talk about people body shaming Adam Cole, right? Yeah, you I know? mean it's it's one of those things where like. Eddie Kingston kind of, to me, has like this street fighter type right. mentality where you don't expect him to be like a technical marvel, mm-hmm. but like you can tell he's very influenced by Japanese wrestling. He loves yep. Japanese wrestling. Yep. He, he's got a very good presence about him. Yeah. and But again, I, I think having him there is a good thing because he, he really fits like a completely different mold. Yes. Than everybody else. And to me, like, that's what you want. You want yeah. guys that are that are different. Absolutely. And so, kind of like, I mean, like, again, yeah, going back to Claudio, the dude's, like, in, in ring, I don't know there's anyone better than him. Right. I mean, like, he's top, top notch. Yeah. But I never expected him to be WWE champion. Yeah. And, and I mean. And it's just, it's one of those things. I don't I, know. But I, And I think with WWE, because they're so promo focused, you know, I think that's a big big reason why we probably never thought he would make it you know whereas i feel like AEW, he could probably get there just because of his wrestling ability alone sure well and we're going to talk about something too that's very adamant about the differences between wwe and aew here in a minute obviously the kind of talents that they sign mm-hmm. but aew to me is a wrestling company whereas wwe is an entertainment company yeah and i think that that's very prevalent on the on what they're doing now and and obviously with so many guys leaving wwe to go to aew it's kind of very, to me, it's very obvious. Yeah. Claudio's a prime example. Eddie Kingston, I think, almost became an NXT trainer Yeah, at one point. But like, obviously, he's got it. So sure, there's no reason why he can't be a talent. But yeah, but yeah I mean, uh, kind of going back to, to Claudio, 
I'm happy he's there. I think he's happy with it. I think he fits in well with the Blackpool Combat Club. I think mm-hmm. it's awesome. But again, like you said, how many spots are there? Right. Joey Ryan made some news. So forgot all about that, dude. Yeah, dude. So actually, I got some funny information on that. So I actually went when I saw you saw the picture surface, right? What picture of, of him on the Jungle Cruise? No, you didn't see that. No. So I picture someone tweeted out a picture. It was him as like one of the characters on the Jungle Cruise at Disneyland. Okay. People don't know the Jungle Cruise is an attraction or a ride. The Rock made a movie about it yep. about a year ago. And, um, you know, it, if you're not familiar with the Disney world, people dress based upon the area they're in, you know. So um, he was dressed like a Jungle Cruise character. I don't know what he did, but yeah. he was there. They usually hire actors and stuff. And he had a wig on it looked like or okay. something. And uh, so he was working at the Jungle Cruise it went viral, obviously, because it's like, wow, there's Joey Ryan. He popped up somewhere. Yeah. Because no one had heard. I hadn't heard a thing about him in months. Right. Obviously. Disney has since fired him because I guess they found out found out about his past. I guess when they Googled him, they didn't. He left out the fact that he was a pro wrestler. Mm-hmm. And so they Googled his you know legal name and nothing really turned up. And so, sure. Which is weird because he's got active lawsuits. I don't know if that would turn up in a Google search, I guess, but you would think somewhere it would. Or they just didn't actually look. Yeah, or a background search of some sort. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not going to speculate because I don't know. But anyway, they ended up firing him. I went to his Twitter. He's he's shown a whole bunch of, like, acting stuff he's doing and being an actor and all that stuff. So it's it's one of those things, like, the guy's obviously a piece of shit. Mm Mm-hmm. But what like what is he supposed to do? Right, you know what I mean. Like I don't, dude, still gotta live. Yeah, I, it's a weird thing because I'm like, well, okay, maybe Disney's probably not the place for you. But yeah, like what do you, what does he do now? Yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I mean, like I I don't say I necessarily feel bad for the guy, but like at the same time, like if if you did some shitty things and then just for the rest of your life people keep coming after you, and it's like. When the fuck does it stop? You know. Yeah. So I don't. I don't know. I don't really know how to feel about that. I, I'm not sympathizing with the guy at all. I'm just trying to like think. You know, like yeah. It's kind of wild. It's a weird one, right? Yeah. Because I don't know what he's supposed to do. Like, I guess he's trying to get acting work, but I feel like that this is all going to prohibit that because it's yeah. If someone is a star in the acting world and they have allegations, that's one thing. He's not right. So there's really no he's reason. He's trying to break into the acting world with allegations. So there's no reason why anyone would, like any producer, I would think, would even take that chance. Mm-hmm. and be like, eh, no. Yeah, he's going to have to probably change his name, get a completely different look, and try to make it in wrestling again. <laughs> you think so? <laughs> That's probably what he's just going to have to do. Just Who knows, man? Completely change how he looks. Go get some plastic surgery, whatever you got to do, brother. <laughs> <laughs> how much did the surgery cost? <laughs> I don't know, man. I, 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 it's weird. Like, I don't want to say like I feel bad for him, but I kind of, I kind of do. I don't know if that makes sense. It, or well, not. in a certain sense, like again, I, I'm not saying he's not a piece of shit, right? Like in a certain sense, yeah, because it's like I, and I, I don't want to just like downplay the situation either. That's like the right. the line I'm trying to toe here because like I, what he did to all those girls was fucked up, but like I just same time like he didn't go to prison for it, right? You know what I mean? So. It's what, probably mostly hearsay stuff, right? Right. So, like, whatever it was, it wasn't based enough to put him away in jail. So, technically, so technically speaking, did he actually do anything illegal or just things that are just shitty? That's just it. Like, so it's like 
same same like the dude still has to eat the dude still has to fucking you know pay his bills it's like i don't know i mean i guess he could just go to construction get get a construction job or they don't give a shit about that yeah well what bothers me i guess about this is like if you're working as a character at disney world disneyland mm-hmm. this isn't like top top echelon stuff no i don't think so i mean you're probably getting paid decent i would assume but right but it's like He's probably going to have to, like, start, like, go to Universal Studios and be the Spider-Man in the mask. Like, le- like legit, like, have to get rid of. Have to do something where he's hiding. Yeah. It's just, I don't know, man. It's just, yeah. like, uh, it's just kind of, I don't know, just disappointing, I guess. Disappointing yeah. in him as a human being, obviously. And yeah. Then, and then it kind of, I don't know, it kind of sucks that, it, you know, he got outed by one picture and it kind of just changed everything about him. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. Like, it's it's weird that not weird i mean it just it's wild that people keep coming after him you yeah. know it's wild that being said if you're there and you see him that's gonna be like holy shit that's joey ryan yeah i want to take a picture of him real quick because right. that's kind of like ironic right yeah man i mean it's and it's but it's also one of those things i wouldn't approach the guy because he's a piece of shit well the picture is from a distance right right like he's like not even aware it's taking place right so that's kind of where it's like, damn. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I don't know. It's just it's a weird one, man. It I, is a weird one because, like, like you said, like you don't feel bad for him, but you kind of do. It's it's weird, right? And I mean, I and I I get him trying to. I, I don't know. I was really rubbed the wrong way when he kind of dove into religion. That kind of bothered me. I don't even remember that. He was really like. I don't yeah. even remember what he did. Like I'm. I, this is was so long ago. Like I totally forgot. I just know he did something shitty with women. Basically, he just took advantage of them and okay. would do stuff that they were like. The the claim one they're in, most of them was that like they weren't like they they didn't feel like they were giving off signals that he wanted to make a sexual advance, but he did anyway. Oh. That that was kind of the gist of what I remember. And I could be wrong, so I apologize if I if I mix that up, but like things like following girls to the room and trying yeah. to be like a friend and then all of a sudden he's naked. That's like Yeah, that's fucking weird. Yeah. Definitely. So anyway, um Joey Ryan, not at Disneyland anymore. <laughs> Thank God. Yeah. Uh, Bianca Belair uh, tweet, uh, put some on Instagram. This is kind of an interesting one to me because we've talked about this a little bit about fans being um, overbearing or over the top. And uh, she basically said that she was at her, she was in her car driving. And I don't know if Montez Ford is with her or not. I, I assume he probably was. <clears throat> she's driving. She's at a stoplight. A fan notices her, jumps out of his car and starts banging on her car window. Mm-hmm. Scares her to death. Why does this happen? Fans are idiots. <laughs> Do you think it's just like, oh my god, it's a celebrity? Yeah, I need to go talk to her, but not realizing like basic. And, I don't know. And in that situation, like as a fan, what would be the right thing to do? Because in my opinion, Wave. like, well, that's that's kind of what I was thinking. If you're wanting to really get their attention but not like freak them the fuck out. Like maybe try to wave. Like I, I would even think maybe giving a little honk and then waving would be okay. But like to get out of your car and like knock on their window, like I feel like that's grounds to get your ass whooped. Oh, it's way over. The, it's way over the line. Yeah. Like I've, I've heard, um, you know, Garth Brooks lives in our area. People mm-hmm. don't know that. My dad said he heard him on a radio show one time. And I guess he had just moved to, cause he kind of retired more or less. Yeah. Moved to town and kind of was raising his family. And uh, I guess one of the things he had said was people were asked about if they see him in public. And he's like, hey, if you want to come say hi, no problem. 
Yeah. So come say hi. I'll sign autographs. I'll take pictures. He said, but if I'm out to dinner, maybe don't set up my table. Right. Is that, I mean, to me, like, that's the most basic form of, like, not being a shithead. Yeah. Right? Like, he's out to dinner with his family. Maybe leave him alone. Yeah. I feel like, and, and, and Eminem used to have this complaint, too. Like, you know, don't don't come up to me while I'm taking a piss. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, there's there's certain places where it's just not okay to I know, approach somebody. I know CM Punk's gotten some flack for that, but he's like, okay, what people don't know, I've literally had my earbud taken out of my ear. Yeah. While I'm doing a set in the gym. Yeah. Like, could you imagine? Yeah. I thought if you're, if you got your dumbbells in your hand or whatever it is you have, you're in the middle of a sudden your earbud comes out and a dude's talking to you. Yeah. While you're doing a set. Yeah. Like what the hell? Again, grounds to get your ass whooped. It's too far. Yeah. Coming out at a urinal. It's like, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know why people are that way. I, I think it's probably the shock of seeing maybe someone with celebrity status and, uh, like, I don't know if I've ever told you this. When I was at, I went to uh, Florida last year and we went to, of course, Disney World and Universal Studios and stuff. And I am almost positive, mm-hmm. almost 100% positive, I saw Liam Neeson walking in the park. Mm-hmm. Big guy, the gray hair. I mean, like, it was like, that's, I, I'm pretty sure that was him. Yeah. Now, oddly enough, I think celebrities kind of blend in in a theme park because there's so many people. He had a hat on, mm-hmm. you could see the gray underneath, and then he had the sunglasses on. But I'm like, I think that was him. Yeah. But I didn't, like, go hug him or something. Right. I was just like, holy shit, I think that was Liam Neeson. Like, how cool is that? You know, yeah. like, he's at Universal Studios. And then, you know, I've seen other celebrities, you know, like, my sister noticed a couple of celebrities, like, put on Facebook or Twitter or whatever that they were at Disney when we were there. Of course, we never saw them. But it's like, wow, that's crazy. Like, mm-hmm. they were there at the same time. How weird is that? But, again, basic human decency of just leaving people alone yeah i don't know it's just that's that's a weird one to me well and i i remember one specific time where um i had run into and i was a kid when this happened but like it was some it was some wcw wrestler because i was i was in georgia visiting my grandparents we were at a waffle house and they were there and it was i don't know if it was canyon but it was somebody that fit canyon's build like the long black hair and, and like the goatee and stuff like that and i remember recognizing him and like, so you just randomly at a Waffle House. He walks in. He well, he was already there. He was actually leaving when I when we had sat down. And I was waiting on my food, and and I remember thinking like, I remember asking my grandpa like, "Do you mind if I go talk to him?" And he's like, "No, don't leave him alone." <laughs> and it's like that was kind of like there when I learned like maybe just don't bother people, you know, when they're out and about because it's just that's their time. You yeah, know? you know. So I don't know. One of those things. I wish I could remember who that was. It wasn't like anybody like super big deal. It was just a, it was one of the, um, it was just one of like the mid card guys. I think it was either Canyon. It might've been Wrath. I don't know, but. But I mean, still that's cool. It's super cool. Like I I just, but it was one of those things. Like I wouldn't, even then after he told me like not to, it's like, I kind of get like, that would have been weird if I just ran up to him, even though he probably would have been cool because I was a kid, but like. Sure. Still. Again, it's tact. Right. You know, you don't sit down and have dinner with them. You know, exactly. Yeah. But just be like, hey, I'm, you know, and again, I always try to tell people, like, if you see someone, just be like, hey, I'm a, I'm a big fan or. Right. You know, again, I don't think it's like Eric Rowan told me he was eating at an IHOP or a Denny's or somewhere and he went to pay and they're like, oh, this family paid for your food. And he's like, oh, that was nice. And so he went out and told him, thank you. And they're like, hey, we're just, we're big wrestling fans. We just thought it was cool that you were here. And so he went to his car, got him some pictures, signed them and stuff. 
to me, I, and I'm not saying you have to pay for celebrity stuff because they right. they've got money, obviously. But it's like to me, that's a much better tact than bothering him while he's eating. Yep. Um, and obviously, it, they were rewarded for it. Yeah. By being nice, so maybe don't be pieces of shit, people. Yeah, just leave people alone. <laughs> leave people alone. Uh, Triple H is back. What do you think about this? Obviously, not really a shocker. Stephanie, I guess, has taken over Vince's duties as running the company. Mm-hmm. Supposedly, I still don't believe it. But yeah, I don't think Vince is going anywhere. I kind of, I, I, um, I kind of wonder if it's not legit though, because you can't tell me he doesn't have a say somewhere though. I mean, I think he still has his creative position, but like yeah. as far as like the business side of things, yeah. I, I think Steph is in control of that at least at the moment. But I think creatively, yeah. I mean, I think Vince still has his deal. But um, that, I mean, clearly Steph's got a little bit of say right now because Triple H is back. It's weird that all that happened. I know a lot of it was him having a heart issue mm-hmm. and him taking and I'm sure there's a lot of stress in his job. Yeah. It probably led to that. Well, and I'm also sure that because Vince and Bruce decided to come on down to NXT, that was probably stressing him the hell out too. Sure. Yeah. Um, I wonder where Bruce fits into all of this i don't know like i could give a shit either you know <laughs> but i mean like he was brought back he was initially fired by stephanie back uh-huh. in like 08 yeah and then he kind of floats around to tna and does some stuff and then launches his podcast that becomes a big hit obviously because yeah. all the stories he has and then that eventually leads to him coming back and being part of uh of wwe again now Vince is more or less kind of on the on the outs at least for now, which mm-hmm. I haven't heard anything about that since. Have you? Uh, not much anyway. No, but he has been on camera every single Raw and SmackDown. Yeah, which is weird because that that leads me to believe that's why I don't think he's going anywhere. Well, but that that that's why I feel like it is real because if he had control, he would be too busy to get on camera. Yeah, you know, and well, I feel be, like wouldn't it be better to let it, that kind of die down and stop putting him on TV though? Unless, unless Steph's just like, Dad, I'm going to give you this, but that's all you get. It could be, you know, I, I don't know. It's weird though. It's super weird. Do you think this could be a change for NXT, or we're going to continue going down like the uh, the rainbow color version? Dude, I don't know, man. I mean, NXT that that T stands for thirst trap right now because that's that's all the women they're bringing in. I mean, like over sexualized, and, and it's like doesn't seem like much is changing at the moment. So I haven't, I don't watch. I, I don't either. But I haven't I still noticed that. On social media, okay, but I do see that they they brought in a lot of women. So yeah. is that the new thing, bringing in attractive women as opposed to workers? I, I don't know. I mean, well, the thing is, is like, uh, and, and I say that more like the back in the day it was the models, right? Right. Well, like Nikita Lyons, or I think that's what her name is. Like, from what I've seen, like, it's not that she can't work. It's just that, like, that she wasn't signed from her work. She was she signed, was signed because work. she's got a fat ass. I mean, if we're yeah. just being honest, and she's, blo- <laughs> you know what I mean? And sure. she's blonde. But like, it's like it's one of those things where like. I don't know how much of that is going to change. Um, but I also, because the, the reality of it is because of Nikita's looks NXT got a shit ton of buzz. Yeah. And it was all over Twitter. Yeah. When that, when she debuted. Yeah. And so I think they probably see money in that whole thing, which is kind of unfortunate i think because it kind of reverts back to the mid 90s where that's all we had the women around for right 
And it's like, we don't really need that. I mean, the, I feel like they can be hot and badass in the ring at the same time. I mean, there, it's one of those things like Dana Brooks shows up as like a model. Yeah. She kind of learned to wrestle. So maybe that's the, the new idea. And like, maybe, but like, like, I feel like, I feel like having wrestlers is way more important than having attractive women on your roster. And I feel like they proved that what they had when they had like the four horse women and they had people like Paige and AJ Lee. Mm-hmm. All of those women are incredibly attractive, but that's not what got in there. What got in there is the fact that they're incredible in the ring. And it's just one of those things. I feel like that's way more important, at least in my book, than having attractive women who can't wrestle, and, but maybe they'll learn. No, I agree. I, I've never... I mean, I, we grew up in the, the, the era of the bra and panties matches. Yeah. I don't ever recall being like, damn, this is good. Like, well, dude, I saw a clip of Victoria. Um, and, and it was during a bra and panties match, I think, or some kind of swimsuit competition or some bullshit like that. And she was actually like beating the shit out of everybody. And I was like, why the fuck didn't she get to wrestle very much? Because she was pretty damn good mm-hmm. like she was throwing around some solid moves you know victoria yeah oh, she was always awesome i thought right but like that was during an era where they didn't really let women wrestle like yeah. she would have been like the monster of the division these days yeah and so it, it was just one of those weird things where like yeah we grew up in that era where like women just didn't get to wrestle yeah i don't know it's it's kind of interesting i mean i i do think on one hand they're letting the these women wrestle more yeah which is good but yeah. it's and it's not like like you said the overly sexualized Playboy pillow fights and right. I mean, that's one of those things too where I've always been like, I'm I'm, I'm a, as a wrestler I'm like I don't know how you how the hell you structure that right like get on the bed and start th- hitting each other with pillows like right it's not even entertaining I don't think no it's just it's it's a weird uh, it's kind of like old school like mud wrestling you know it's like so, it's it's honestly like live action softcore porn yeah is really realistically what it is and it's like with, it's, and with everything at your fingertips it's not really needed it's not necessary yeah. at all and so it's just it's a very bizarre move I feel like to continue to do this again nothing against Nikita Lyons because from what I have seen it's not that she can't work it's just like I feel like we all know why she's there we know why that clip went viral yeah or why that picture went viral yeah so I don't know man it's it's odd, but hopefully the we'll, with Triple H's you know influence there, things will start to change a bit. I hope so because I'd like to. And it doesn't necessarily have to go to back to black and gold, but like I just like to see some good good shit again. Agreed, agreed. Logan Paul has officially signed with the WWE. Yep. Bane has to take a swig of his swig of his energy drink before he dives into this one. Yeah, buddy. So you weren't you are not a Logan Paul guy. I'm not. Um, I imagine you're not a Jake Paul guy either. No. I'm I'm more so a Logan Paul guy than I am a Jake Paul guy. So this is a, an interesting one because the very first time I ever heard of this guy was when he did that shitty thing in Japan. Yep. Um, the suicide forest thing. Yeah, and he obviously caught a lot of flack for that. Mm-hmm. Um, self-made YouTube type of guy. Yep. Made made his name through that world, and now he does a podcast and he's done some boxing and. Mm-hmm. Of course, he was at WrestleMania this year, and a lot of people were like, "Wow, he actually wasn't bad." I'm like, "Well, no, he wasn't bad, but." He was in a very structured yep. match or an environment. And uh, I guess he's, is he full-time now as a special? I don't know the, the terms of the contract. Yeah. There ain't no way he's wrestling week to week. Probably not. No. He's, I mean, not, not to say that we won't see him wrestle on a Raw, but it ain't going to be, it's probably going to be how often we saw Bad Bunny. 
you know, when Bad Bunny was doing his stint. I bet it'll be more than that. I'm, but Bad Bunny was there quite a bit. He just didn't wrestle every week. Yeah, he only wrestled a couple times, though, didn't he? He was in the Royal Rumble, I remember. I want to say he was at least in a tag match on a Raw. He may have been. He might not have been. I think I think he'll do more than that, at least my thinking. I think it'll be kind of like a Pat McAfee thing. where yeah. Pat McAfee was obviously self-made. He didn't really need WWE. Like right. with his, Obviously, his podcast is huge. Same with Logan Paul. Right, and that's, why I, that's where I make that comparison. So I think he'll be... He'll probably be a slightly more of a Brock Lesnar schedule. That's yeah. my guess. Yeah. Is this good for business? I think so. You think so? I do. I think, I mean, Logan Paul right now in outside of the wrestling community is about as big as it gets. Yeah. I mean, dudes. Um, I mean, this is, I mean, I'm trying to take, you know, everything away from like the whole situation. Like he is a legitimate celebrity. Yeah. Whether we like that or not, he is. Yeah. Signing with WWE. Has that ever really happened? I don't know. And 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 I'll be honest, like I don't think I've ever seen a celebrity get more heat during a match than that guy did. Sure. Like that guy had more boos and like legitimate, not just like boo, we're bored, like boo F you, we hate you, than I've ever seen from a celebrity. And honestly, more than we've ever gotten from a wrestler in probably about five, 10 years. Yeah. I mean that guy, like, and I think they saw that and was like, okay, we need that guy. And I, and I think it's, there's something to be said about the fact that he trained for the match. He didn't just walk out there and be like, whatever. He looked good. I mean, he really did. And I mean, he honestly, like, because of how jacked he is, he looks the part. Yeah. I mean, like he actually had legitimate tights and and a legitimate entrance gear. and, And I mean, like, the dude does care a little bit, you know, he, I've heard he's a massive wrestling fan. Yeah. So this isn't like just something he just like, whatever, maybe I'll make some money here. Cause honestly, he'd probably make more money boxing. Wouldn't he? I would think so. Well, that I mean, he rocks Floyd Mayweather, didn't he? Yeah. Well, he's actually in a lawsuit with Floyd Mayweather right now because Mayweather didn't pay him. Oh yeah. <laughs> but I mean, but I mean that did happen. Right. So, yeah. I mean, obviously there's enough heat on these guys. Like Jake Paul's on the undercard of Tyson's fight. Yeah. So they have they have enough going for themselves. I guess Logan Paul has said several times he wants to fight in UFC, mm-hmm. and like Dana was actually like almost willing to do it. He should. And I think I I, I mean I don't know how well boxers do in MMA, but I I think I he might do okay. So I don't know, man. Like there's something about this. Like initially it's kind of like really like yeah, but at the same time like WWE has always been about celebrities, and yeah. so if if this happens like. And he does kind of a semi-regular run, I mean, which to be a full-time roster member, he has to learn how to wrestle. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, he might have a Ronda Rousey schedule. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, WWE, last I heard, they're not doing a ton of house shows anymore. Yep. I think they just go on little tours, like little, maybe like once a month. Yeah, little tours. And so he might do that. I don't know. Like maybe some hit some of the bigger ones, but... Mm-hmm. Who's to say, man? I don't know what's going to happen here. It's wild. Yeah, I mean, I'm okay. I'm I'm not going to judge too hard on it until you know he's there for a little bit. Yeah. So, I feel like in a way this would almost kind of be like if Mr. T signed full time after WrestleMania one, which has kids. How cool would we have thought that was? Well, sure, because yeah. of course at that at that particular moment, because that was before we were either one of us were born. Right. I didn't realize that like, he wasn't like a wrestler. Right. I just you know thought I, he was a wrestler turned actor. Well, yeah, I didn't really get it. Right. Like now, like as you get older, you start to see like, you know, Lawrence Taylor, like what if he had signed with WWF in 95? Yeah. 
Like, granted, he didn't have the best appearance. I, I loved that match as a kid, though. <laughs> Dude, right, because it seemed like, oh, man, this is so cool, yeah. you know? Like, he was so freaking blown up, though. It's oh, hilarious. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, what if Stephen Amell signed a full-time deal? Yeah. Like, Arrow ends, and he's like, I'm going to WWE. It's like, what the hell? Yeah. Like, it's it's crazy. So, my nephew, I know he loves Logan Paul. Mm-hmm. He was super stoked about this. He's like, will he get an action figure? And I'm like, I would guarantee it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He'll definitely. I think he's actually DLC in the new game. And imagine he? if it comes with like a miniature version of that Pokemon card that he's got. I wonder if they could do that. Probably not. But like. Probably not. Yeah. But I mean. Yeah, I mean, I would I would assume they'd probably try to figure out something to yeah. put there. I don't know. It's wild. You know what's odd? If, if he was with AEW, they might be able to do that. Because I think Jazzwares actually does some Pokemon toys. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah see, I be, could be wrong. But I think they do. That would be badass, though. I've always thought that would have been cool if uh, if AEW, not, I mean, obviously Jazzverse is doing it, but if like Hasbro signed AEW, and the reason I say that is because they could actually do the CM Punk Cobra tattoo. Oh, yeah. Because they have both licenses. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just think that'd be fun. Yeah, that would be fun. But yeah, a lot of interesting stuff in the wrestling world. We got some uh, toy talk here, so why do you say we dive into it? Let's do it. Here we go. Open the box. It's the part of the show. We'll break your remain. Do a bit of toy talk. All right. So this is a fun one, Big Under Scorbane. I don't even think you were aware of this. It's just kind of hit this week. Uh, kind of a uh, kind of big news. Some people were at Walmart and they saw these new uh, DC Superpowers figures. Now these came out in the uh, early 80s, like 83, 84 from Kenner. Um, some of the first like Batman action figures, I think that anyone really remembers. And so that, of course they had Batman, the Joker, Superman, all the, all the heavy hitters. Mm-hmm. They were made by Kenner, had really cool card art and all that stuff. They all had an action, like, you know, they'd do the punch or the kick or whatever. Super fun line. Well, someone is at Walmart, and they see a Batman superpowers figure from McFarlane, who has the new DC line. And, of course, on the back is Batman, Superman, and then Darkseid. And a couple of vehicles, like a Batwing and then a Superman-type plane. Okay. And uh, I don't know, like, the second... There's something about a retro carded figure that is fun to me. Yeah. Because we I don't feel like we see that as much anymore. Yeah. And kind of like the retros with WWE Mattel when they made those, like how cool that was. Or now that Marvel does some of that stuff with the retro cards, it's just kind of like, oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. But usually when that happens, like the prices is like way over the top. Sure. These apparently are retailing for ten dollars a figure. Mm-hmm. The vehicles are twenty. Um I'll be honest. I'm kind of stoked about it, man. I think that's a really fun idea to bring these back at a good price point. Yep. That's more or less affordable considering most figures are 20 to 25 bucks now. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, a $10 price point is way more doable than 2025. Yeah. So I, I think that's a great idea. Super smart. And, and maybe if they see a lot of people buying these, maybe we'll get more figures at that price point. I kind of hope so. Yeah. Um, I know they have limited articulation, which it's another weird thing. And I'd like to get your take on it. You're not as big of a, a figure fan as, as I am, but is articulation really needed when people display or they just want it to stand up? Cause that's kind of to me, the whole point of Hasbro is like, they don't have a lot of articulation, but it's kind of cool to display them. Yeah. I mean, I think I I'm actually myself more of a fan of like almost the statue style of figures, you know, where they like a galoob. Like, yeah, like almost they don't have any articulation at all. Like I, I like if they're going to have articulation, I feel like they need to have more articulation, but like, I, if they don't, don't even do it. 
Yeah, like I, I feel like when I think of like basics, you know, Mattel basics, like because they only have like five points of articulation, right? I think it's so five. The knees, maybe the uh, shoulders and the elbows. So what is that? Maybe six. Yeah. Maybe the head was seven. I don't know, but very limited. Very super limited. But like it's it's one of those things like, the, you know, those are fine if you're going to beat the shit out of them in a wrestling ring as a kid. But like, and that, I think that's what more the design They're for kids. But like I would more rather just have one like an LJN or, or like a, a Galoob, like you were saying. I mean, I feel like there's no because if I'm going to this, if all I'm going to do is display them, they don't need to have all these points of articulation. Right. So I don't know. These look to me like they have articulation at the knees and at the arms. Like I think their their arm is straight, but I think they have it at the shoulder mm-hmm. and at the head. So probably the five points. Um, they have the classic. I don't. I'm sure you remember like the cloth cape that kind of clipped on their neck. Yes, which I think is great. They announced Wave Two. That's been leaked. Where it's going to be the Flash, Green Lantern. I think the John Stewart Green Lantern, which is kind of fun, mm-hmm. and Batman who laughs, awesome. which is a really fun one because that's more of a new character. Yeah. And probably some new vehicles, too. Um, overall, though, to me, like, when they made the Batman 66 figures, I was like, man, that's kind of cool. But they're, like, 18 bucks. Yeah. And part of me was like, it's just, too, you know, too much. Yeah. At $10, it's almost like, okay, yeah, I can get these. Yeah. And, I mean, so if you're looking at, like, the whole wave, not including the vehicles, that's 30 bucks. Right. Way more doable, right? Way more, because that's, that's the price of, what, maybe, like, one figure? I mean, one and a Real, half? Realistically, yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah. Way more doable. I was talking to like Steve Hoker and Travis Fowler and Jason Wolf, some of the other guys about it. And it was kind of like with it being cheaper, it makes me want to get like a mint on card and a loose set. Yeah. You know what I mean? And as weird as that seems, but yeah. getting six figures is the same price as buying three yeah. elites. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, absolutely crazy. But it's smart move on their part. Do you think we might see more to follow with this? Cause I mean, I, I've always loved the old school Marvel figures. Like they made, you know, Hasbro's made some of the small ones, mm-hmm. but I remember like the four or five inch, like Wolverine, like the X Men and Spider Man lines. Yeah, limited articulation, but they were really fun. Like, yeah, bring that back at ten dollars. I'd yeah. buy that absolutely, or maybe even fifteen. Like, but still, like cheaper than twenty five. Yeah. So I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what happens. I I have said on here before. I think with all these, you know, collector lines going way overboard on price and making them very expensive, you're going to kind of price yourself out of the game a little bit where people are going to be like, I'm tired of paying that much. Yeah. Unless it's like something they really, really want. Right. I think kind of going a more reasonable route is the smarter move. My opinion. I 100% agree. Yeah. So be on the lookout. DC superpowers. I don't think they were actually even supposed to hit till July, but a lot of people were seeing them in late June and I don't know, man, I'm going to, I've already checked a couple of Walmarts. haven't seen them yet, but I'm gonna keep my eye open. Yeah. All right. Tournament time. So this tournament has been, very, very interesting. I'm going to pull up the bracket here because we didn't obviously have a match last week because of me being out of town. So where is it at? Where is it at? I cannot find the bracket. Oh, boy. There we go. All right. So uh, I believe we had Captain Marvel and Iron Man 2. Mm-hmm. If that is correct, let me pull up poll because obviously it's a couple of weeks old now but we can still figure out who won um no we already did that one oh that was a tie remember we had a tie there ah and so the next match is the eternals and thor the dark world and uh not a shocker the eternals won 
65% to 35%, meaning the Eternals moves on to the finals, which will now be Captain Marvel, Iron Man 2, and the Eternals. And a three-way. I feel like we uh, got to give it to the Eternals here. I think that's got to be. I think that's probably who's going to take it. Now, interestingly enough, what do you think is going to be uh, second place? Probably Iron Man 2. That's kind of what I'm thinking, too. Yeah. Captain Marvel being third. Yeah. And and I say that liking Iron Man 2 more, but apparently there's a lot of hate for that movie. So Yeah, it, dude, I think it was just... Uh, you know, but but to each their own, because like I really like both of the original Hulk movies, mm-hmm. and those are universally hated. You See, I like the I mean? second Hulk movie. I don't know why why there's so much hate for it. I I liked them both. I even liked the very first one with uh, Eric Bana. Yeah, yeah, I really liked that one too. But like a lot of people hate it. But like I think I think for me personally, the second Thor movie was boring, mm-hmm. just for me. I, I get it. You know, it just it felt like a very boring movie. It wasn't the greatest. Um, Iron Man 2, I know, is not as good as Iron Man 1. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, it's getting one of those things. Once the origin story has been told. Yeah. It's been told. It was kind of like when they did the Amazing Spider-Man and they retold. This, it's like, okay, we, we, we get it. Like, we've right. seen the bite and all that stuff. Like, let's let's make it a little bit different. I feel, I feel the same way with every Batman trilogy. It's like, we don't need a new origin story. Let's just get right into it. Yeah. We, we know. We, we're aware. Yeah. You know, like, and maybe you can show some clips and flashbacks, but we don't need the full-on... You know, parents are dead. You know, the whole thing. Right. Like it's, it's, we, we get it. Yeah. So, yeah, interesting stuff. So make sure to vote at BBPH918 and let us know what you think is the worst MCU movie. Absolutely. Anything else you want to add before we get out of here, man? That's it. All right. Well, to plug it up, as you like to say, we're going to throw it out to, of course, uh, Fully Posable. Jeff and Scott over there at the Fully Posable Wrestling Figure Podcast. Check them out every Sunday. And I don't know if you know this or not yet. Do you know who they, who they have as a guest coming up? Who? Matt Cardona. No shit. Yes. He tweeted out that the forbidden door has officially been open. Um, what happened there? All, dude, all good. So I, I think so. I think everything's, I, I'll be honest. I hated that there was all this heat. Whereas Matt Cardona going on there to talk major shit right to their faces over the phone. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so uh, I, I don't know if you saw uh, that they released some new uh, super seven figures for Cardona and Myers. Yeah. And and Cardona's kind of like got that nasty boy gear with the paint splatter. Yeah. And so Super Seven's not cheap. Right. These new figures are priced at seventy five bucks a piece. Good lord. A lot of hate on that. A lot of people upset by this insane price point. And so I guess he's going over there to try to smooth it over and kind of talk about it. Okay. And, and uh, said he was willing to talk about anything. So I I messaged Jeff immediately. I'm like, dude, is this like legit? Yeah. He's like, it is legit. And. He's like, any questions? And I was like, not really, just that I'm glad that's kind of happening. I think it's cool. Yeah. So I know there was some heat there in the past. I hope they can kind of we can kind of get back to I never liked having to choose sides on any podcast. I, think I that's, love choosing sides. <laughs> you're such a <laughs> dick. I don't know. I just think it's cool that everyone can be on the same page and hopefully yeah. we can get to like a community where it's not like us versus them and all that stuff. Right. Yeah, because it's Again, like it's toys, I've, I've said it before. This is a nerdy, dumb hobby. Like yes. we should not be picking sides here. Yeah. So I don't have any more details. I don't know if it's actually been recorded yet or not, but, uh, you know, yeah. I'm glad I'm, I'm happy for everybody. Absolutely. I think it's cool. It's so awesome. That'll be coming up uh, very, very soon. I'm sure. So check it out and also check out Skype. Uh, excuse me. Scott's side project. Drunk wrestling history. Yes. Uh, doing the favor with Eric and Barry. Check them out. Uh, check out the Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast with Steve and Eric. Check out mm-hmm. the Ringside Rant with RJ. 
the Leisure and Lariats podcast with our buddy Ruthless Ryan Davidson. He just actually had a match with Trevor Murdoch. I don't know if you saw that. That was pretty cool. Was it uh, on NWA or? No, it was uh, for, uh, what is it called? That? I don't know. I can't think of the name of the company, but it's a Louisiana-based company. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah, I thought that was pretty fun. Uh, in the Marbles with Soda and Ethan. Yeah, Check they're rocking out. and rolling. There they are. I like it. Uh, Boot to the Face with Marty and Rucker. Mm-hmm. Tales from the Estate with our buddy Drew Vinsel and his wife, Caitlin, and, of course, the twins over there. Dude, they're making it happen, you know? I, mean, I love it. Yeah, even with the twins, and I know those take up a lot of time, as Absolutely. they should. Absolutely. But they're still making it happen, and, and that, I'm happy for them. I am, too, definitely. Wreck my podcast with Jordan Zeilinger and his crew over there. Trivia with Buds with our pal Ryan Buds. Howlin' with the Wolf, with the one and only Jason Wolf, and of course his epic, amazing chop shop and all the cool stuff he has over there. He's been posting a lot of fun stuff lately. Yes. Did you see that new Crush figure he did? Yes. That looked really good. Dude, I was like, that's amazing. Yeah. Dude. That's so awesome. Looked awesome. Uh, pulling up a chair with our buddy Tim over at a chair shot. And then finally, Night of the Nerdy Laser podcast with our buddy Richard Yule. And of course, check out our other podcast. You know, it's fake, right? Every Monday with me and a special guest. This past week, I had my buddy Johnny Proof on from my World League Wrestling days. In fact, he was just on an episode of Wheel of Fortune. Was he? Yeah, he did not win, but he walked away with like eleven grand. I was like, that's pretty good. No shit. Yeah, I just thought it was kind of like, you're on Wheel of Fortune? That's amazing. I've always wanted to be on that show. Wheel of Fortune specifically or any game show? Wheel of Fortune. I've, I've always loved that show. You think you'd be good at it? I think so. You know, I, I mean, I probably wouldn't win, but, I, you know. He solved a couple of puzzles, too. Yeah, I mean, I, I've. I've I watched it a lot growing up. That was my dad's favorite uh, game show, and he I think he had a big crush on Vanna White, which who didn't? Right. But um. But yeah, I mean, I, I would love to be on there. I think yeah, it would be a fun one. Absolutely. Uh, they I noticed um I, it must must be like a new COVID thing, you know, because you know how the wheel has like the pegs mm-hmm. that they would grab and spin. They had to put like this handle on the peg to spin it. Oh, so like they all have their own individual handle? Yeah, and I, I could see it, pick it up, put it on the handle, spin it, and take it. Yeah, you know, I was like, that's interesting. Yeah. Makes sense, though. I yeah. Mean, it's it's a pretty simple fix, I guess. We don't need everybody touching it. it exactly. So I bet that thing hadn't been sanitized in years before COVID, though. It makes you wonder. Yeah, it probably I, hadn't. It's probably wheel, shit. <laughs> I mean, I would think that it would be, but you never know. I say that. They probably cleaned it up for television purposes. I mean, they probably had to, right? Yeah. Dust and stuff. Yeah. I, I don't know. But like actually like sanitize the handles, I don't know. Yeah. Hard to say. Interesting. I thought that was fun, though. So, uh, yeah, check out, you know, it's fake, right? And then, of course, uh, No Holds Bar with Bill Benis. He's mm-hmm. currently on sabbatical, but I'm sure it'll be uh, happening again soon. I didn't hear nothing from him from July 4th. Oh. I don't know. I don't know what the hell's going on with him. Think he got blown up again from uh, an explosion? I hope so. <laughs> Good lord, man! <laughs> All the Bane's music you can find on Apple or Spotify, wherever you get your tunes. And I know you're hard at work and making some stuff happen. In fact, yeah. you got a show coming up, man. I got a show tonight. Oh, dude, how excited are tonight. you tonight? Oh, I'm nervous as shit. Nervous because huh? I'm I'm not do I'm not rapping. I'm doing my new uh, the the alternative pop stuff that I'm doing, and that's. Like it's the freaks, you're gonna play the freaks. Yeah, I'm gonna play that song, and I, I got. I'm only doing four songs, so it's gonna be like a short, fifteen to twenty minute set, depending on how long I take in between songs. But like, I'm only doing four songs, and it's, it's, um, it's, it's nerve wracking. I've been practicing a lot, and that is uh, something I've never had to do with with rap. So it's it's a kind of kind of a weird deal so i'm gonna be nervous as shit tonight are you playing in front of a rap crowd or a different crowd i'm playing in front of a rap crowd yeah so you think they may not dig it i think they might not give a shit uh which it's one of those things like 
we're also we're also at a bar downtown, so there's going to be a lot of people flooding in and out. Mm-hmm. So it kind of just depends on when I play. There might not be a lot of people there. Period. Could be. So which which that to me doesn't necessarily bother me. Um, it's it's more so about just like getting over that like initial hump of like now I got my because I feel like I'm almost starting over. You know what sure. I mean? And so I, like now it's like I got the initial. I'm over the initial hump of getting that first show out of the way mm. and it's like i might do bad might do good i don't know but yeah. like at least it's out of the way and i know where i can go from here oh for sure man that'll be interesting to hear i'm sure you have a full report next week about it oh yeah yeah awesome um you can check us out on uh, or you can check out outsiders beard Co- outsiders beard co if you have a beard or know someone that has a beard get you some beard balm beard oil make it look fantastic yeah and then all of our t-shirts can be found at pro forward slash brian breaker bbph.redbubble.com and watermaneuver.net, search by store for Breaker and Bates Power Hour, Bane, TV Toycast, and many of our other podcast buddies have shirt stores there as well. Mm-hmm. Check all those out. Anything else, man? That's it. Thank you guys for checking out Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. I'm Brian Breaker. I'm Bane. And we'll see you guys in seven days. Peace easy. Yeah. One more time. <laughs> It ain't over till I say it's over So lock the cage up cause this is a takeover The wait's over If this the final time we meet Then you'll be on your back on my feet Then I'll tip the cage over as a hangover I'm super fly so I can splash off the top And I can shut down the shop Like Randy Savage, I'm the cream of the crop And I'm always gonna rise to the top People's champ like the rock I do not give a fuck so let that shit drop Man, I'm so over Double pistols What'd you think? It's good. It was really good. Pretty good. That son of a bitch, Eric Barker. You son of a bitch. Can I dig it? Nailed it. Nailed it. Perfect. Put, Put it on the internet.